babe. Hello, all, and welcome to the Affluent Marriage Podcast. You're listening to One Profit Coach, One Educator. Talk about living a rich and full marriage through generational wealth building principles, authentic two-way communication, and everything in between to become a couple that lives in love and walks in wealth. Your legacy begins here. Hi. How are you doing today? Doing great. I'm really enjoying my summer, if I have to say. It's sad because by the time someone listens to this, my summer will probably be almost complete. But there is something exciting about the fall. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You want to know something? Okay. After we get past the 4th of July, I'm ready for fall. Like, I'm done. Who needs the month of August? Well, you already dealt with the June heat, even though June was kind of mild this year. It was mild on the East Coast. So once you get to like, let's say like July, after July 4th, my birthday is the week after. So I just celebrated my birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. I was totally fishing for that. That's all right. We had an incredible crab feast for your birthday. It was was wonderful. We're from the East Coast. So we really like crab if you have not had crab like maryland Maryland crab crab. um not snow crab not king crab just like maryland blue crabs check it out doused in old bay seasoning it is super messy and it's just a good time man it's a good time so yeah we did that yesterday with some friends and that was a lot of fun it's good i don't don't know if i'll get my license revoked here as being a marylander but you know what i've never had what and i don't know that you have either so don't come at me hard for this okay no no I've never had soft shell crab. You know how they like sometimes no, we'll you know, put that on I like a burger nope, and, and then I, they bite into that crab no. and they, they eat the, the shell right off that sucker. Tell me why that... That doesn't sound good to it me. It doesn't sound good to me. Tell me why that is. I will dice up the crab and make a crab cake and eat a crab cake It's incredible. Sandwich. Done. I will eat the crab and mutilate it with my hands yes, and take the shells dissect out. Dissect it basically. But something about the fact that the thing molted and you got it right at the moment that it was molted and it was just all meaty and it didn't have an exoskeleton just weirds me out a little bit. Yeah, I don't like to see my food as what it was yeah. and bite into it, right? It's like I ordered a chicken and they just boiled the whole sucker and yeah. like now I have to eat. No, no. I, I don't know. Maybe that's what it is then. I don't know. Like but frog no. legs are a delicacy, but you couldn't catch me just eating a Mm-mm. frog. No. Mm-mm. Like it's, it's, I'm with you there. But I mean, we do the same thing with, I mean, the actual crab is literally taking it apart. Absolutely. I just think it. it's the the shell, like it, eating that like exoskeleton or whatever yeah. it is. I just, I, I can't get with that. I can't. And I've, no, I have not had that either. But one of the things that I think I would like to have at some point is I would love to go to Northern England and I'd love to try like lobster. I've never had lobster. I've never had like as a north, like a whole. And, and people might view Maryland as like the Northeast. It's not. It's not. It's We're actually south of the south. Mason-Dixon line, so yeah. we are considered the South, uh, even though we get tied into the Northeast all the time. I would love to try some lobster. I yeah. From the like New Maine. England area is definitely like something I'd love to experience. Yes, and I'd love to get like chowda, and I'd love to go get some lobster and. I, I, I don't know. My daughter, do you remember our daughter? We were driving past Red Lobster and she was like, Red Lobster. <laughs> it's the best restaurant. And we're we like, We ate there one time. Uh, honey. I was like, Babe, that's the babe, most basic. If, that's like the Applebee's if, of seafood. If that's your, if that's what you think is cuisine, highest cuisine, hey. we've not. 
<laughs> Listen, parents, our kids don't get out much to restaurants, really and you know why. Taking your child to a restaurant is never, it's never a good it's move. It's not a fun They're a, a waste of money. They don't eat the food. They make a mess the whole time. You no. can't eat your food and enjoy it. It's just not. It's just not a good a experience. Great experience. And I love my children. I think I have great children, but i just taken them to a restaurant. No, we're going to wait until they're a little bit older and do that. <laughs> to really wine and dine them. Yes. So right now all they've got is Chick-fil-A. All they've got. And every time they have a special and event. And Subway. And Subway. Yep. They just want to go to Chick-fil-A. And it's so funny. They'll eat the chick. They'll eat the Subway ham and cheese sandwich. But will they eat the ham and cheese sandwich I give them? No. It's disrespectful. I don't understand why there's no difference. I mean, there is a difference. I do like Subway sandwiches. But whatever. We need to start getting them like Italian rolls. Maybe Italian rolls and like the American cheese. But like, I don't know. It's it's just really interesting how kids are. So we haven't taken them to anything, I think, higher than... I refuse to. Red Lobster. Well, they don't even eat all the Chick-fil-A. They don't. Anyways. Waste of money. Last <laughs> podcast for our free content. We talked about all of the factors that play into your net worth. Mm-hmm. It was a great episode. Mm-hmm. In our last grand fam, we talked about, we kind of broke down common how to, like how to cultivate shared financial goals. Mm-hmm. I was just reading this and I'm like, why did my sentence look this way? But yes, it was all about I was like, What's going on financial here? goals. I just had a moment where I just had to decipher what it was that I wrote down there. <laughs> It was just <laughs> your brain was bothering me. As it did was, as you were reading. Like it. it was like it shut down. Yeah, and it like restarted. So I do remember the Graham Fam episode. We talked about like the the shared financial goals because we were talking about relationships. Why it's important to have that aligned goal, which is really funny because we just had our own business conversation, and we had a very similar thing where we have to have a shared financial or a shared business vision moving forward otherwise we're both just going on our own trajectory and pulling each other like we should do this we should do this and neither of us understand what the end goal is so it was nice to recalibrate and kind of figure that out so if you want to hear more about how that works in the financial space definitely check out that Graham fam episode but i'm excited for today's conversation today is yeah today's phenomenal right we are going to be talking about something near and dear to your heart and it's your friendships friends how many of us have them, friends? One we can depend on. It can be challenging when the people that we are closest to are not interested in personal growth yeah, or self-improvement. Mm-hmm. But we're going to talk about a few strategies today to help you navigate when your best friends, your social circle, we're not, they're not really moving in the same direction as you. Mm. Mm. Yeah. This is a very interesting conversation. And I find that many people have different iterations in life where this will come up, where they see themselves going to a different direction and their friends maybe are not going that way. And you're at a crossroads where you have to be like, okay, am I, is this relationship going to grow? And it's very, there's parallels to that with your your you know marriage as well. You didn't marry the person that they are right now. You married them for who they are and who they're going to be. Like we are going to evolve together. I'm going to love you through the iterations of growth that you're going to go into. I'm not the same person I was when I was 21 and 22, and neither is he. And it's like same thing with friendships that you've had over time. You're not going to be the same person between one year and the next. So as you're figuring out 
your friend group and how it evolves over time as you start feeling certain things that are different or talk, wanting to talk about things that are different. These are some really good things that we're going to talk about today that are going to help you as you're attempting to grow how to cultivate um, people around you who are going to continue to, to, to seek, like to just continue to encourage you through your growth and what to do maybe if there's a certain group of people where they're not really ready for that type of growth. And it doesn't mean you have to like kick them to the wayside and be like, peace out, I'm done. But like, how do you handle those situations as well? So Correct. I'm excited. This episode is near and dear to my heart and I know it's near and dear to your heart as well because yeah. this is literally our story. Mm-hmm. This is something that we've gone through and we've seen friendships blossom alongside mm-hmm. of us. And I'm sure there were friendships along the way where they just kind of stayed in their lane and, and we kept trucking yeah. on. Yep. And it's not goodbye. It's just knowing which friends you're going to talk to about growth and which ones are just going to be those people that are still there. Yep, just there. And it'll help you and your mindset and the way that you, um, in your energy. That's really important too because your mental energy will be drained if you consistently are trying to share these exciting ideas about things or exciting ideas of growth and then you're constantly talking to someone who's like regurgitating it back to you and going, that sucks. <laughs> like right, they're not reciprocating. You're, you're gonna, your flame, so to speak, your spark is gonna dwindle. Um, and so you're gonna know what to tell that person and what things to keep to yourself. <laughs> Right, because energy is infectious, yes. right? Good energy and bad energy. If yes. you're around people with negative energy, it will become infectious and contagious and you will also have those mm-hmm. bad vibes. Yes. Here's where I want to go to start. Okay. Let's just keep it real. You need to respect mm-hmm. your friend's choices. Ultimately, that's what you want them to do for you, right? They don't need to decide mm-hmm. anything in their life because of what you've decided. Mm-hmm. Oh, I decided I, I want to jump onto this this diet. I'm I'm no longer going to eat this type of product. You should do it too. Uh, no. no, no, no. I'm good. I, I, like, I like eating cake. the way that I'm eating. <laughs> I don't need to change my diet for you. Right. Oh, I'm gonna get this membership at this uh, local gym up the street. You should you should get a, a membership there too. We could work out together. No, mm-hmm. I've got my own workout routine that I do at home. I don't I don't need to go to a gym. Right. Like I'm I'm good. Right. Right. So you don't need to try to force your choices and your decisions on your friends. Hey, if they want to come along for the ride, that's great. But don't be upset with them if they decide to abandon ship about a weekend. I was going to say, yeah, don't be afraid. Don't don't be like upset if they do that, because ultimately it's not about them and your personal growth. Right. It's about you and your personal growth. So you need to first and foremost, make a connection and make a commitment to yourself that whether so and so is with me or not. I'm going to make this happen. It it has to be start there. Because personal growth. It's in the name, guys. Is a personal choice. It's Mm -hmm. a personal decision. Personal meaning you, You. just you, (laughs) right? If you want to grow, if you want to blossom, if you want to flourish and whatever it is you're going after, of course, with us, we're talking about financial, Mm -hmm. generational wealth building, then Go after it. But that's a personal choice. You can't make that Mm -hmm. for someone else. Yeah. Right. They might not be interested in embarking on that journey just yet. Yep. So respect their choice. Respect the decision. Even if it's different than your own, it's important to maintain those healthy boundaries and avoid pushing your personal agenda 
onto someone else. Yes. That just sounds like being a good friend to me. It really right? does. Yes. Um, and you'll quickly find out, right? And as far as our next, you know, point, you'll quickly find out the people who are like encouraging you, right? I think we talked about this even earlier, earlier in our, in our, in our podcast. Oh, we have about having the people around you who are going to continue to help you grow, like the cheerleader, the coach, the the mentor, the whatever. The and so, and the friend, right? So if you have some people who are like cheerleading you on, that's a really good sign for you, right? Because they might not be cheerleading. They might not be on that journey of whether it's financial, personal growth. They might be on a, a journey of, I just want to read a hundred books this year, right? I have some people who want to do that. That's not my jam. You go have a good time. I'm going to cheer you on and be like, how many books have you read so far? I'm so proud of you. Um, And they're going to come to me and say, how are you doing on X, Y, and Z, whatever your goal is. You need those people in your life, right? So that is a very good thing for you to be like, yes, I respect your choice that you don't want to do exactly what I'm doing. And you're not going to like, you know, jump in the wagon with me, but I appreciate that you are encouraging me as I'm pushing forward and I'm encouraging you as you push forward. So respecting their choice um, is really, really important. So these are the people closest to you. These are your friends and we're asking you to respect their choices if they don't decide that they want to go down the same personal growth journey as Mm -hmm. you. So what you need to do then is you need to find external support. Mm Mm-hmm. Your closest circle might not be interested, Mm -hmm. but you can seek support and inspiration from other sources. Yes. So let me say this, because I have a quote here that I want to read, and I think this is important. Everyone listening today is trying to build generational wealth. Yes, that is the goal of our program. (laughs) Crazy, just like us, and they're not satisfied. Mm -hmm. We're not content with where we are, and we're actively doing things to get to that next level, to Mm -hmm. that next step. Rich people take advice from people who are richer than them. That's what the affluent do. You want advice? Go ask somebody who's been there, who's done that, someone richer than them. Poor people take advice from their friends who are just as broke as they are. That's important, y'all. That's so important. If we're talking specifically about finances, I cannot tell you, and you already know how many times you might ask a friend about something uh, about finances since we're being very specific. relationship advice. Oh, true. And they don't have good relationships with anybody, right? <laughs> it's kind of toxic. Do you remember we were listening to that radio host oh, one time yeah. and someone called in for <laughs> marriage advice and she was like, girl, I've been divorced four times or whatever it was. And I was like, man, Ooh. this chick is giving out unsolicited advice. And she's had four failed relationships. No, thank you. I mean, no, that's you. not necessarily someone that I want to take advice from. No, thank you. I right. mean, if I want to, like, how to, what's that movie? How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? Then I would go to that person. I would person, call that chick. Right? But if you're wanting to be wealthy, rich, understand what's going on in your finances really well. Don't talk to a person who is defaulting on their, you know, on their bills and has struggled with finances and is constantly blaming other people for their situations and their finances. That's not the person you want to take advice from. That's not the person that you want to encourage you because you're just going to be as cynical or as, you know, like, oh yeah, then they are right. But if you want to be wealthy and you want to do it in a way that is ease in your version of whatever ease looks like, then find someone who's doing it and get in their world. Just observe them. I can tell you, even in business, this was something that I had to learn very quickly because there's not a lot of people in my sphere 
who decided to go after a business. Um, there were some people who decided to go after side hustles. I had lots of those ideas, like people who were just like, oh yeah, I just do this for fun. I just do a, a party here and there. Had a lot of those people, but I knew I wanted more. I knew I wanted something that was going to be a little bit bigger than just a side hustle. So I went online and I found my people, so to speak, who were looking for, who wanted something more than just a side hustle. And when I saw their examples and I I got into their world, I went to their, their master classes or I just, whatever their podcasts, I listened to those things or I just watched them online. And I loved hearing their stories and hearing how they persevered. And that was the circle that I needed. So your circle, your external support might not even be able to talk directly to you and give you immediate feedback, but it's the things that you're listening to. It's the things that you're reading that are giving you that they are light years ahead of where you are to help you understand this is possible for me too. Um, so whether that's in human form that you have that person or whether it's in the form of I met that, you know, I know this person online or I met them in a networking thing or I read a book or I'm listening to a podcast. These are the external supports that are going to keep your mind going and saying it's possible. It is totally possible for me. And that's the type of support you need. Absolutely. You have to find those people because mm-hmm. like I said, broke people go to broke people for advice and end up broke. more broke. <laughs> Let me tell you what these broke friends are telling you or sharing. Like, I'll, I will paint this picture for you. Like, I'm going to tell you who the broke people are right mm-hmm. now. All yep. right. The broke people are the ones who are coming to you with these get rich quick ideas. Mm-hmm. The broke people are the ones that are coming to you saying, hey, Mega Million, we're playing the lotto. You want to go in with me? You want to put some cash towards this? We'll go in as a group. Mm-hmm. We'll win big. Doesn't happen. You try it again. You keep trying to keep like this is what your broke friends. All right. Your broke friends are probably the ones that heard about crypto or heard about NFTs Mm. and they raced into it and they bought a bunch. They bought a bunch of NFTs and now they've got a bunch of like animated cartoon ducks that are worth (laughs) nothing right now. But when they bought it for like hundreds of dollars, they're like, this thing is going to blow up. Right. So my point is they're chasing how to get rich, right? Maybe they're like into pyramid scheme style selling Mm -hmm. things like they're just they're chasing the easy way. They're constantly flip flopping from one business to the next. Right. Like because they're just like, oh, it's ground floor. You've got to do this. You hear this out. Ground floor. We're in the ground floor. There's no doubt. We're totally going to make a killing here. Or, you know, I knew someone who was doing like different types of things like affiliate marketing, which I don't mind affiliate marketing, affiliate marketing, marketing. But it was like, I tried to sell it for a week and it didn't work. So I switched to this one. I switched like, you will know the person who is the, you're not going to go anywhere. You're just going around in circles. The person who gets a raise at work because they do awesome work and they do amazing things and they complain about their debt, but then they go and they buy a car the next day and they get in it like that. That is not the person you want to take financial advice from, right? So if you want to get rich, sustainably wealthy, we're talking about sustainably consistently doing better and better and better. Not just I have a spike of money and then I just go back to where I was the next day. You want to meet with people who are sustainably wealthy, not that look wealthy, okay? Not that have the nice car outside and they might live in a nice house, but they are broke, okay? The actual wealthy person, that's the person that you want to seek external support from 
when it comes to understanding where your finances are going. It's a lot of things to look out for. <laughs> There's a lot. I <laughs> the mean, broke people. you spent a lot of time working in LuLaRoe for a while. And how many people oh, ran geez. into it and chased the pipe dream of, hey, if you buy in, spend 5K yeah. to get this, you're going to sell, you're going to make money back. It's yeah. going to happen. And people rushed in and they spent five grand, they got all this inventory and they couldn't move it. They couldn't sell it. Yeah. And they felt like they were slighted because they were told they were going to be able to sell this product with no effort at all. Yeah. Right. That, it's just... It sounds like a lot of broke people took broke advice from other broke people and thought they were going to make easy money. Yes. Without the work. Without the work. That's the thing. It's not that LuLaRoe can't be successful. You have to work at it, right? No matter what, you have to you have to understand the nuance of the business that you're getting into, no matter what. So seek external support. Find those rich people who are richer than you who can tell you what targeted questions to ask those people when they come to you and say, hey, I have an idea of a business that we could go into. It's called LuLaRoe. Like you'll have the ideas of questions to ask. Like, you know, you could probably pitch in and say some of the questions that you could ask that person that's coming to you. Oh yeah, 100%. If you are approached, if someone comes to you and says that they have a ground floor offer or they have a really great like business idea that you should totally be a part of and I wanna share with you the compensation strategy, ask them, what is your personal profit? How do you profit every single month? What's your retirement look like? What's your net worth? Do you Are you in debt? What kind of, what are your plans to getting out of debt? How do you manage your money so that you know exactly what's going on in your personal finances? Are there resources to help me with that? Um, that some of that might seem super personal, which some of it might be, but if this person wants you on their team and sees you as someone who's an asset that could be an asset to them, you deserve to know if they are going to be supportive and they are going to be an example to help you build your business. And not only that, but they're not going to be saying to yourself, oh man, sales aren't coming in. Uh, like, so I can't pay my bills. You don't want your team lead saying that. Like you don't want, you don't want that type of experience. So you want to be able to meet with someone who is savvy, who's been in there for a little bit, who is a learner, who is constantly wanting to grow um, and not just, you know, be frivolous with their money. So it's important to ask those types of questions. If you're being faced with, this is a new opportunity you have to be a part of ask them what their personal habits are if you want them to be a part of, or if they want you to be a part of their team or any of those types of things. So yes, we kind of went off on a little tangent there, but I think that was kind of an important thing to, to kind of note if you're. But it all has to do with there. seeking external support. Right. You are finding people that are doing what you're doing, but they're like 10 steps ahead. Right. That's the type of community that you want to cultivate and foster because mm -hmm. that's going to lead to your own personal growth, which is what you're ultimately after. Right. That's not what your friends are after and you can't force that on your friends. Mm -hmm. But you can seek the people around you who are doing the things that you're desiring and you should be able to ask them those types of questions. In fact, I love it. Like if someone is trying to do better with their finances and they ask me all these questions, I'm like, oh, bring it on. Like, yeah, ask me all the questions. I'll be as transparent as I possibly can because I want to see you succeed. So you want people around you who are willing to do that. We just described somebody who's like 10 steps ahead. You also need to surround yourself with a social network of people who are right there in the trenches with you. Mm -hmm. They're at ground zero, if you will. You kind of said that. But they're also seeking that personal growth, that self-improvement but they're kind of like right in stride with you. Right. They're not 10 steps ahead. They're right there with you. All right. So attend local meetups. 
join clubs, organizations that are related to whatever your interest is in personal growth. Participate in those activities, those classes where those people are likely to meet mm -hmm. and share those similar goals. That's how you get connected in your social network. How have you done that on social media? Because you have a lot of like-minded individuals. Should I tell, should I, you know what? At the time of this recording, I have expanded my social network more than I ever realized I could. Because I said something about Taylor Swift. Simple as that. And I expanded my social network. And that is the end of the podcast. <laughs> that is the go end of the podcast. Become a Swifty. Go talk about Taylor Swift and you got it. You got it. Um, talk positive talk. Yes. Talk. If you want to see it, it's on TikTok and it's under kgram626, my play around account that had 62 people on Thursday. And on Friday, I mentioned something about Taylor Swift. And that sucker at the time of this recording, I now have 1500 friends. I don't understand how this happened but anyway so you when you want to expand your social network you need to be talking very specifically about what you desire and what you want so take for example tiktok since that's what we're talking about looking for accounts where people are um actively looking at their budgets people who are talking about oh i got from here to here this is what i did this past month or let me tell you my my um my savings challenge for the next month will you do it with me type of thing they are just they're just trying to find people who are in the same place as they are trying to manage their money. And they're just, they're just trying to do it publicly. You're going to find people like that on Facebook, on Instagram. You're going to find people like that all over the place. Maybe you might be following somebody who is an author or, you know, a bigger name on the social media platform. And you might find some people who are connecting in the, the, the social groups, like the, the the Facebook groups or whatever, and they may be talking about something like vacations or buying a car. And you're like, oh my gosh, I'm trying to buy a car too. And I really want to understand how to do this the right way. Maybe I can connect with some of these women or these people who are talking about this and we can form an accountability group to keep each other accountable. Those are people who are running the race with you and will hold you accountable um, to, okay, let's do better. Let's let's. I want to see you succeed. I want to see you succeed. The other thing that's really great about this is that in business, when you have this type of person who is running the race with you, let me tell you how that plays dividends as your business grows. Networking is huge. I cannot tell you how many like experiences I'm having now because and, and doors that are opening because of people that I've met three years ago who we were in the same like you know, place of business. We were trying to figure things out. I've seen them grow. They've seen me grow. We've talked several times over the last three or four years. And now they have an opportunity and maybe they have someone coming into their sphere and they're like, oh, you need to talk to Kim. Not even, I don't even have to think twice. This is the person you need to speak to. Networking starts like that when you're just able to meet on a level playing field and you're able to watch each other grow. Hey, this is Kim Graham from the Affluent Marriage Podcast. We hope you're enjoying what you're listening to so far. But if you're thinking to yourself, man, I wish I knew more about what's going on in Kim and Dan's world. I want to ask some specific questions and be able to get extra resources. Well, you might want to think about joining the Graham fam. Now, I know I love exclusive content and I love having more of Kim in my life. And if that's something you're interested in, you can be a subscriber and you can get exclusive episodes that no one else is going to hear that's going to help you build generational wealth and have more authentic two-way communication. Links are down in the show description. You'll be able to click and see more information about GramFam, and we hope to see you behind the scenes. Have a great one, and let's get back to the show. 
Right. You don't need, just like we said, you don't need to get rich quick. You don't need to get instant results from your networking. Mm-hmm. It's just the idea that we've had a conversation. We know each other. We know each other offers. And it could be a few years down the road. They're like, yeah. I know somebody. I've seen them. They're consistent. They show up all day, every day. You need to talk to this person. Yes. This is the person for you. Now, for me, expanding my social network, in a few moments, we're going to talk about something that allowed me to expand my social network. It wasn't the same as yours because I'm not an entrepreneur like you are. But this is good experience. But there was a way that I was able to expand my social network and surround myself with individuals who are like-minded. And we'll talk about that in a few moments. But first, I want to talk about finding a mentor or a coach. I love coaches. Coaching. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of coaching? Oh my! I wonder if I've ever heard of coaching. Yeah, absolutely. I've had lots of coaches and I am a coach. But. The, you know, I, it's funny that you said it because I was getting more at the point that you are a coach. I this am is a coach. Literally, you are a profit coach. This is what you do I for do, a living. Yes. But I think you were thinking I was targeting you because yeah. you have an addiction to self-improvement. I do. To personal I love growth. personal growth. You know what? Okay. Going back to your mentor or coach, here's how I knew like just now I had this like aha moment that I had an addiction to, to, you know, personal growth had have an addiction. To That's the first step is acknowledgement <laughs> about, uh, so I said my Hi, birthday, <laughs> my, my birthday, uh, was a couple days ago. It was on Tuesday. Um, but year, on Facebook memories, you can go back like, you know, you, you know, years and years and years and years. And I've had Facebook since I was like 18. So it's been a minute. Um, so I can go back a pretty long amount of times. One thing that I learned is that I love my birthday. Second thing is that one of the things that I love to post is I want wisdom from other people. This is before I got into coaching. I was just teaching. And I said, Hey, Facebook fam, friends and fam, I'd love to know this is my birthday. This is what I want to know. You're your gift to me would be, tell me your favorite verse and how has it been helpful in your your life? How has it helped and enriched you? I was so excited to hear other people's responses. Literally went through and read each and every one of them and said, thank you. There was another year where I said, I'm 25. I think it was my 25th birthday. And I want to know, what are, some, what are some pieces of wisdom that you would give to someone who is 25? What are some things that you would you know, share with them about life, about love, about marriage or whatever. And I got, and I would read every single one of them because I was, I know that I'm not the only one going through my experience and I want, I can't do it by myself. I want the understanding of somebody else who has done it, who's been there. I want them to give me their wisdom because I know that I will do much better on my journey if I have someone who's pouring into me. And I know I can do the, you know, well for the person who's behind me as well, right? So when you're finding a mentor or a coach, like that's how, it's just really funny that when I got into business, it doesn't, it's not really surprising to me that I was like, I need a coach (laughs) because I thrive when I have another person who's, you know, light years ahead of me who was saying, this is what you need to do next to be successful. Okay, let me go for it. You know, it's much easier. Absolutely. So consider working with a mentor or personal development coach who can provide guidance, support, and accountability in your personal growth journey. They can offer valuable insights and help you to stay motivated and focused on your goals. When you talked about social media, you mentioned, I liked that your posts were, of course, you weren't thinking this when you were 25 and you're 18, but I liked that they were targeted. It wasn't just, hey, I turned 25 
someone tell me what should I do this year or motivate me right. this year, right? Because that's when you get a bunch of broke people's advice uh-huh. and they'll say 25, treat yourself, mm-hmm. go out, buy the things, mm-hmm. do the things, live the things. And quite frankly, at that age, you hadn't earned that right yet. <laughs> you still had a lot of things that you needed to take care of and yeah. handle in your marriage, in your own identity. You had no business getting yourself into debt. And that's what a lot of broke people probably would have told you to do. Yeah. Because it's your birthday. Why Go not? Go it. live it up. YOLO. Do that this year. You're 25. What? Yeah. I had this at 25. You can do this at 25. Yeah. So I appreciated that it was targeted and you asked for specific wisdom. Yeah, it did. Like today you would probably be, you would say something along the lines of like, you know, I'm looking for entrepreneurs out there, fellow entrepreneurs. So you're a targeted audience. Mm -hmm. I want wisdom from entrepreneurs. If you're not an entrepreneur, Don't, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Entrepreneurs, I want to know, what did you do that helped you, mm-hmm. you know, make the jump? Yep. You were doing this, you were plateauing and you were okay with that, but then something clicked, something changed and boom, Yep. you saw improvement, you saw growth, mm-hmm. right? You, you focused on a targeted audience and a specific moment or a specific thing that really made a change in their life. That's the piece of wisdom that you want. Yeah. I like that it was targeted. I like that it was specific. It was. And, and of I, course you weren't thinking that at 25, right, but, but I love that. But when you use words like wisdom, when you use words like I want to do better than I'm doing right now, to, like I'm talking to a different caliber of person than a person who's just like YOLO. Wisdom sounds different than advice. It does. So it was very, and without even recognizing it, very targeted. So be careful about your language on social media. That's another social network thing. You know, if you want to find the right person, make sure you're asking the right questions because the wrong questions will attract the people who are just going to be like constantly complaining, being naysayers. And you're going to be like, uh, this is, is this what I wanted? But yeah, finding a mentor or a coach who can provide guidance, support, accountability um, is in my opinion, the best way that you can invest your money. And I'm not saying that just because I'm a coach. I'm saying it because I've done it over and over again. And every single time, the best way I can spend my money. Because, because when you think investments, you think returns. And oh, it has a huge return. It has though. a huge return. It's an huge. investment that has a massive return. Like in my mindset alone, in the growth that I've had alone of being able to see myself as the CEO that I am, that I could not see two years ago to be able to connect with the right type of client, which I could not figure out two years ago to be able to bounce back from moments where I feel like I am a complete utter failure, <laughs> which does not happen as often. And if it does, if that thought or that moment creeps in, I'm able to reel it back real fast because I have had mentors who have helped me train my brain to look bigger than just a, a specific moment. You cannot there is not a book who is going to to help you through that. You have to live it and you also have to have that like person to remind you. I will say mentor or coach hands down best investment I've ever made in my business. So we've asked you to take a look at your friendships and focus on how not every friend that you have might desire mm-hmm. self-improvement or personal growth. And we've told you flat out from the beginning, get over it. Mm-hmm. It's a personal journey. It's not their journey. We've told you to find external support from someone that is leaps and bounds ahead of you. 
so that you can get that rich advice and not mm -hmm. that broke advice. We told you to expand your social network to find people that are right there in the trenches with you. We've told you where and how to find that. And we talked about the importance of finding a coach. Now this is where it hits home for me. When we're expanding our social network, there's something that we did mm -hmm. that allowed me to expand my social network. And this is how I've cultivated the group that I have today. And it's by leading, mm -hmm. by example. In Hold our up. social circle, go ahead. Before you go there, did you express your mentor or coach? I did not. Did you have one? You? No. Is that what you're fishing for? No, I wasn't fishing for anything. I thought you were saying that you expanded your social network and that you found a mentor or a coach. And who, that who would that be? I don't know, and but then you I'll talk said about it. it. But you said it and I was like, Oh, I wanted to make sure you got to finish that. Oh no. So what I was saying is that I was able to expand my social network and have a group of people that were got with me it. in the trenches okay. by this next point, which got it. is okay, which is by leading by example. I don't have a mentor or coach per se because I don't have that same entrepreneurial spirit that you do. I'm an yet. educator yet. I'm, I'm getting now. there, right? I'm, <laughs> I'm, yes, I'm in it. But as an educator, for sure, there are people that I look to in the educational field who are been in the game longer than me. So I absolutely look to them for advice about how to handle day in and day out operations. Mm -hmm. But yes, I'm getting there for the entrepreneurial. Oh, 100%. Right? I for sure, I'm gonna be seeking out support. But lead by example. You and I were one of the first people in our social circle. You wanna talk about not forcing your friends to do something? Yes. At no point did we say, you hey, do we're doing this financial thing. We're serious about it. We wanna do some crazy stuff like pay off our students' loans ASAP. You should do it too. We never said that, mm -mm. right? All we did was lead by example. We said, you know what? We have this crazy, stupid idea. We hate the idea that we owe people money every month. We're tired of owing people every month. We're done owing people every month. Yep. So let's get after it. Let's work a thousand jobs. Let's do everything that we can. Let's sell whatever we can. Let's downsize. Let's move into a cheap apartment because it's just you and me. Let's flex our millionaire flex muscles and let's do the thing. And we did it. We paid yeah. off $76,000 in two and a half years. And we were debt free. We didn't owe anybody a single thing. I would say during that situation, you and I were our social circle. Like it was just you and I. Nobody else. We didn't know anybody else at the time who was our age doing it. We didn't have anyone in the trenches with us except each other. We were 22, 23 years old. We didn't. Ha I'm telling you, nobody that we knew was doing this type of thing. <laughs> it was very foreign. Um, we knew a lot of older people. The financial class that we were in, we the were, average age was probably 39, no, 40, 50. Really? Oh my gosh. There were so many people in there who were nearing retirement. And well, because we were 22, we pulled that average down. Yeah, we did. That was us. To like 40. But the way they looked at us, I will say that's one thing. The way they looked at us, like if you don't get this under control. Like if you don't figure this out right now, ugh, you better stay engaged. Cause if you don't, I remember that they were talking about projections. If you invest X amount of dollars for the next 30 years, this is what you'll be looking like. And all the 50 plus year olds knew that they were only like 10 years plus away from retirement. 
But when they looked back and saw these 22 year olds Just who were getting notes. this wisdom and honestly at that point were 40 years away yeah. from retirement, they were like, man, if y'all don't take F advantage of this you. now, like <laughs> <laughs> y'all better get on this. And so yeah, there was no one our age. There was no one our age, but I will say again, going back to that wisdom thing, I am very, very like keen and like quick to notice like, oh, if you're telling me as a person who is nearing retirement, girl, you better do this. You're going to change your whole family tree if you do this. I'm not saying anyone said that, but that was the vibe I was getting. Knowing that and hearing some of the situations that some of those people were having. And I was like, I don't want that to be me. Like, I don't want to be needing this type of support at 50 years. I don't want that. So it was more to me. I feel like that was a lot of like a, a, a light under my butt to be like, OK, well, if we want to do this, then we got to figure this out. And I don't know if that's the same vibe. The you sooner got, the but better. That was me. And then I think as we started having a conversation about our daily stuff, it was like, oh, it, okay, what would it look like to do this now? Um, and, and it just slowly snowballed. But back to the fact that we were leading by example, to the point where we would go to your parents' house and we would tell them that we were interested in paying off our debt early. And they would be like, you can't do that. Like, that's not a thing you can do. Do. <laughs> I don't want to say that your family or my family laughed at us per se. Oh no, they laughed. <laughs> but it was more like, oh, oh okay, so honey, cute. that is so adorable. Like you want to pay off this monumental amount oh, in a short amount of that's time. Adorable. That's that's beautiful. Go after it. Do you the thing. It. I believe in you. So proud of you. Look at those. But then when guys. we actually did the thing, it was like, wait, wait. a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, I didn't think you'd actually do the thing, but, but you you, you did. did it. Like okay. I, I believed you, but I, I know your income <laughs> and you two are both private school teachers making less than 60 K combined. Like we make way more than you. We're yeah. your parents. Yeah. How did you got wait? And so it was interesting that dynamic because it wasn't, and it wasn't like we were super loud and boisterous with what we were doing. Like, no, there was no arrogance. We're not going to the movies because we don't have money. Like, it wasn't like that. It was very like, no, we're just not going to go. We're going to do something on our own. Like, it was, I don't know. Like, and because most of our friends were 22, 23, they didn't have money either. So I will say that made it a little bit easier. We were all doing potlucks and doing movie nights at home. And like, that's all we could afford. So that was one, you know, plus, I guess. But, um, it wasn't until we started like paying off like substantial amounts of debt and we were doing all these jobs and we were, we were actually putting it towards the debt and we were like, we paid it off that our friends and our family took notice. So please, I think this goes back to like your friends and all that stuff. Listen, you can't stay there. If your friends are not mentally with you on this personal growth that you have that's fine right we've just talked about it you have other ways that you can surround yourself around people who are in this same perspective and ready for that growth but when you reach your milestones and when you reach those goals you're going after and your friends are going wait a second wait what <laughs> like wait but how did you do that <laughs> they're going to come back and ask you a lot of questions how did you get to this place? How did you reach this milestone? To them, it'll seem like it happened in the blink of an eye. To you, it was not a blink of an eye. It was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. To them, it will seem like it was nothing. And then by leading by example, you start to infiltrate and create shifts and change in your friends group. Not everyone's going to be on board with it, but I will tell you that you will then become a quote unquote leader in that particular space as a result of the work that you've done. 
we've said this before, light dissipates darkness. Mm -hmm. Your example, your experience, your intelligence, your financial intelligence is going to dissipate the ignorance of your friends. When they see that you paid off, I'm gonna speak to us, $76,000 in student loans, you had a 20% down payment on your home, you paid for your cars in cash, you are having your first rental property, you've paid off your home 23 years early, you're investing in your children's 529s, you're maxing out both of your retirements, you're looking for more ways to invest money, you started a business. You started a multi-six-figure business. Like you're going on multiple trips a year. Like y'all are doing. Like how can you not, not want to know what your friends are doing? If it's not just a one-day thing, it's like for the last decade, decade <laughs> you have been doing the thing and doing it well. Like light how? dissipates dark. How many times do I see people in my DM? How? But but how? How did you how did you do this? And I'm like, yeah, dude, like I can tell you exactly how. So our friends, <laughs> specifically my friends and your friends too, I'm not just saying my friends did this, but they asked the question how and they got the answer and mm-hmm. they saw it and they did it. And then here's the deal, right? So here's a nice little origin story. So your friends specifically, because not our friends now are married to each other. Not all of them, but some of them. And so our, our friend group has That sounds has so now, funny when you say it like that, though. Our friends married. Like, I had some guy friends, and you had some girlfriends, and then, and then they, they saw our story, and then like we all hung out, and then they were like, <laughs> Girl, you, you guys good. know You know Kim and Dan? You trying to get together? <laughs> trying to grow your that's not, that's generational wealth? Mate? That's, that's the way not, you made it sound. But that's not what it was. Like, some of them, anyway, it doesn't matter. We had, it doesn't matter. So one of our friend groups they saw what we did and then they I'll tell you what someone listening might be like you know what do you have any other single friends that are we do we do (laughs) that i might be able to like you know you are a single male and you are successful come on i got some friends (laughs) or a single woman or i do we have i've got a yeah i've got a friend oh you do oh yes who's debt free oh oh that's right eligible bachelor eligible bachelor very financially disciplined and sound Mm -hmm. yep loves kids we got you, ladies. There you go. Dudes, let's go. Bring us up. That's exclusive content, though. You have to, you have to buy in for that. <laughs> you have to buy into that content. Um, so we had one couple that are friends of ours that were about to get married. They weren't married yet. Took the Dave Ramsey. That's what we used initially. Took the Dave Ramsey class. They realized it was possible that it was like, you know, a serious thing or that it could work for them because they saw our story. Became debt-free. Got married. Now they're still debt-free. Had another couple. Took the pro- Took the program came to, um, became debt free. And then they were like, oh my gosh, it's great. I mean, and they have, I mean, we talk extensively, like even yesterday at my little birthday party I had, they're talking 401ks in the corner. And I'm like, can you stop being nerds? But I mean, I love it. Um, but like then my girlfriends, right? Like some of them who are single, some of them who are married or whatever, but we talk about money and we talk about investing. We talk about like, Oh, here's what I want to do. Here's how I want to retire. Hey, girls, do you guys want to go on a trip? Let's go on a trip to Vegas. Let's go on a trip here. And we're like, yep, I can totally put some coin aside for that. We are all about fancy. Like I have one group of girls within that group of girls where our whole subdivisions within your friends, subdivisions with my friends where we just go to super fancy restaurants and just have a blast. Like we just want to go. I don't get invited to those trips. You go on brunch dates with your boys. With my guys, we do. And they spend some serious coin. Like what I'm saying is like when you have a friend group that has very similar goals and similar lifestyles, 
and you're both on that personal growth together, it's, it's a beautiful synergy because even when one person is like, Hey guys, like I, I lost my job, which we've had that happen, you know, you know, whatever, or Hey guys, I, I, I'm not able to bring in as much. I lost a paycheck or whatever. We're all like, that's all good. Like we got you. We're not going to, you know, go on any crazy lavish vacations right now, or how can we support you? Or they are like, Hey, but I'm good. I have an emergency fund. Like we're, we're fine. We can still keep our same level of, of lifestyle. But all that to say, like, it's a really beautiful and not stressful place to be when you have friends who, who are all on the same page financially. And it's exciting that that happened. And I'm not saying as a direct result. Oh, your parents got, became debt free. And I mean, my parents are more aware and talk more about their finances. They're a different story though. But (laughs) um, all that to say, leading by example can be super powerful. A lot of people have problems telling their friends no. If their friends say, hey, let's go out for drinks or it's the weekend, it's Friday night, let's go do this, let's go do that. They have a hard time saying no. But when you have a like-minded group of individuals, it's mm, easy to say so no easy. because they understand your circumstance. Mm-hmm. They understand your goals. They know what you're after. And if you say no, they're like, cool, we'll yep. see you next time or yep. we'll see you later on once you accomplish that goal. Yeah. So I love that us being an example helped us foster and build Mm -hmm. those relationships. So if you don't have those like-minded individuals in your life right now, that's not a reason to stop or to wallow. Sometimes that might be your- Have a pity party. That might be your calling is to be that forager, to be that person who's going out in front and being that leader. We made it very clear you cannot force your friends to do something. Mm -hmm. When we started this, that wasn't a goal. No. By no means do we start our own generational wealth building journey because to help our friends. No. Had nothing it to do with them. It was purely selfish and we just wanted the best for ourselves. That's it. This was just like a ripple effect. It, like this mm-hmm. is something that happened because of what we did. Yeah. We didn't expect that. And that's the same for you. So what I'm saying that is don't go out and start making, I mean, obviously go out and make good choices and decisions, but don't go start doing that now hoping and waiting. Yeah for your friends to come full circle. Because not every person in my friends group from college, from whatever, has done what we've done. No. Done what we have done. Uh-huh. I understand. Or are meant. trying to do. No. Right? Some they're people don't. very content and satisfied with their debts, with their credit cards. They love them. They live by them. And yep. they'll never say goodbye. Yep. And or, they'll never have generational wealth. And yeah, and some of them That is you a know, personal choice to... on their personal journey. Right. And so, again, you know very, very quickly who that's probably not the person I'm going to go to talk to about, Hey, uh, investments. No, I'm not going to talk to that person about them. They might talk to me and it's crazy. I will know, like I will have a very clear understanding of whether that's the person I'm going to talk to about, you know, financial wealth building or not. Especially if I start hearing some of the perspectives they have on, Oh, I don't really care about investments or I don't really care about this. Like, ah, I'm just, you know, have a YOLO lifestyle when it comes to that. I'm not going to go into details about my situation. It's not worth it because we are not aligned and that's okay. Like I, I'll just listen to them and I'll just be like, oh, okay, cool. That's yeah, whatever. It's like in the back of your mind, you have option A or B. Like, am I going to give you option A, which is the good 
or are you not like-minded? I'm just going to give you option B. Hey man, here's what you can do if you want to find out more about what we did. Go listen to this. Go listen. Like you're oh, not yeah. going to waste your time and no, energy dude, into nope. somebody who... They're not, because I know they're not going to agree and it's going to, I'm not, it's not my job to convince you. So if you're interested about how I did something, but I know that your lifestyle and the decisions you've made are not really in alignment, I will probably be like, okay, well, you know, if you want to talk more about it and you're serious about it, sure, we can have a conversation, but... I'm not here to convince you. It's just, here's the facts. This is what we did. If you don't like that, it's okay. I, I'm not here to convince you, <laughs> but I'm not going to like, I don't know, make it my life's goal to be like, I must convert. Nah, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need that stress Speaking in my life. Speaking <laughs> of option A or B, all right, if you're out there looking for personal growth, for self-improvement, and your friends aren't there for the journey and you're trying to expand your social network, it doesn't always have to just be people you can embrace resources. So like mm -hmm. I just said, option A, option B, like, hey, you can go explore this resource and you can find out more about how we did what we did or how to manage well or how mm -hmm. to build generational wealth. We live, we are so blessed beyond measure to live in the time that we live in. Oh, 100%. There's a lot that you can say about the time and day and age that we live in and how it's bad. Mm -hmm. But let's just talk about for a second how we live in a digital age. And there is literally everything and anything at the grasp like of your fingertips yep. on the internet. I Find whatever you want. You could get an AI to do it for you, to teach you. It's insanity to me that there, and sometimes I can understand why it would be overwhelming because there's so many options, right? That's Whereas fair. in our parents and even grandparents, they probably only had what their mom or what their dad taught them or what they learned in school or I love that a door to door salesman came to my parents' house and they purchased encyclopedias from them. That <laughs> used to be a job. Like people would go to door to door and sell encyclopedias. And it was something that continued on because they'd come back to you the next year and say, Hey, that was the nineteen seventy two version. Would you like to purchase the nineteen seventy three encyclopedias? <laughs> There's These more info added on to it. Updated and more accurate information. Can you imagine? They basically sold the internet. A yes. But the internet a tangible would, version. Right. But the internet would shift every single year. Whereas now the internet changes in milliseconds and we have access to it as it changes. Like, but here's the thing though. So going back to like our parents and grandparents only had what was in their specific social they didn't have unless they had someone within their circle who was an entrepreneur, who had a very unique job, who was wealthy themselves, they didn't have anyone to share with them, hey, it's possible for you to go after that. They only had what was in books, what was in magazines, what was in TV, and that was a far off promise. Well, I don't know, I don't even know how they got there, but that's, that's a really cool, you know, aspiration but i'll never be me well, that's like, why so many children ended up doing what their parents did back right. then oh my father was a coal miner like i'm a coal like that's yeah. what i'm gonna like this is my trajectory like this is what i have i'm curious to see what statistics say even 20 30 years from now oh yeah now that we're in this like just digital highly age. digital age where yeah. you can just go out and research and explore and you see things online and on media i wonder if children will follow in the same footsteps as their parents. Oh, goodness gracious. As, and maybe they do historically, yeah. or if because there's more exposure to more jobs and opportunities out there, maybe we see statistically they go different avenues and different routes. I say that they were definitely going to be 
so many facets of what people can be. I think, I mean, this is totally going off, off. All we're trying to say is that there are online resources available. Absolutely. In this digital age, you are, you are silly to think that there is not a, a resource out there that understands what you are going through. Because there are, even from a personal standpoint, there's YouTube videos, there's social media that have people who are literally human beings walking through the same things that you're going through. And that could be the thing that helps you keep going. Or even books. We've done that the whole, yep. you know, the whole last two years or even podcasts. Oh, podcasts what? like you're listening to right now, right? Um, there are so many ways that you can get support. Online courses like masterclasses? Like what? what? Where you can actually have live Q&As and ask questions to a real life person who... And you get one-on-one -on -one support? What? Seriously. What? And, and I could be living or the person that you connect to could be living across states from you and you can connect with them because we live in a digital age that and we really have cool. zoom like that's incredible. oh my gosh this is not something that you ha could grasp and you're still sitting there going oh woe is me i cannot get out of my situation there's no excuse no excuse there's no excuse in 2023 for you to be feeling this way everything that you need is literally on that device that you've been doom scrolling for the last like what are you 30 searching minutes. like what are you just waiting for tiktok to just like show you something on your for you page are you actively searching for things that where everything you hear everything you see tell the algorithm what you want i want to listen to more things on how to better my financials my financial standing surround yourself with that you have no choice but to make some type of a shift i try to tell your phone algorithm what i want more children <laughs> More children. Children. <laughs> Xbox. Get pregnant. <laughs> battle station. Vacation to my house to play more that's video games. Literally, that's all he wants. Lakers tickets. Dad staycation. That's it. Basketball shorts. This is actually good. This is giving me a list of things yeah, to do. Yeah, just I go back you. and listen okay. for sure. <laughs> it's anything basketball. It's anything sports. It's anything video Got games. It. Got it. For sure. Okay. Children. I, that takes a little bit that's, longer. But that's free. It's not free. <laughs> that's that is true. not that is free. <laughs> I pay with a lot more than just. That is very true. No, children are expensive. <laughs> like actually like expensive. I'm not even talking about sure. that. My body. You're talking about your toll? I am talking about the toll it takes on my body. That is a to sacrifice. To grow a human? To grow an actual human being. That is a sacrifice. It takes a long time. Well, listen. In speaking to that and in speaking to the listeners out there. That's a personal choice. Personal growth, whether it's the growth of your womb or the growth of your mind, is a personal <laughs> choice. It's essential to respect the choices and paths of others. Mm -hmm. You can't force your friends to seek personal improvement and self-improvement. You can't force your wife to have a third baby. You cannot. <laughs> I'm finding that out right now. Focus on your growth. Mm -hmm while maintaining those positive and supportive relationships with the people in your life, even if they have different priorities. We never said cut people out of your no. life. No, mm -mm. nope. But I will say energy is infectious. Mm -hmm. And there are people in our lives who brought a lot of negative energy and we don't talk to them as much as we used to. Mm -hmm. And we might've had to cut ties because 
I don't want to be surrounded. I get to choose. It's my personal choice. Right. Who I surround myself with. And you never want to just cut someone off. This is uh, the last thing we'll say on this. When it comes to cutting people off or just limiting your, your surroundings around certain people, you never want to just be like, I'm cutting you off cold turkey. Right. Unless you're in a dangerous situation and it happens to be that way. I just deleted 32 <sighs> people from my it's Facebook. Not, and if you're still reading this, dude, you're my friend. That's so don't do that. Don't be that person. Um, but it does matter to confront the situation. Like, hey, I really want to do X, Y and Z. I find that, you know, being around and, and, and talking about this particular subject or the way that you talk about this particular subject makes me feel blank. And it's really hard for me to focus and it's really hard for me to grow. I just need you to know that. Um, and then that gives the person an opportunity to either say, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that I was having that much of an effect on you. I will do better. Um, and that's great. Like if that's, you know, the clearest they are. But if that doesn't happen and it continues to occur, then you have every right without feeling ridiculous guilt to be like, it's not, it doesn't have to be like this big, huge, dramatic exit. It's just that, okay, well, it just, it's just what it is. It is what it is. Like, I'm not going to talk to you about certain topics because it's just not a topic that I'm going to talk about with you. I don't feel positive with when I talk about it. Like it's, you're not the person I'm going to speak to about it. (laughs) And that's, that's it. And that's okay. It can be that way. You are so good at call to actions. I love call to action. Can you give this episode of call to action today guys call to action so first of all i think what's really important to remember is that this is about you this is personal growth it has nothing to do with your friends it has everything to do with you and the decisions that you are making in reference to you know the conversations you're having with other people but it starts with you are you doing audit right now okay so doing an audit would just kind of be to sit with your thoughts, sit with the sit with the idea of the people that you mainly hang out with and ask yourself, do I feel empowered when I am around these people? Do I feel like I have control over, you know, feeling uh, like I can be my best self? Or do I feel like I am making some of the same choices that are maybe I know they're not the best choices for me to make? If I'm constantly making choices that are not bringing me closer to the person I desire to be, then what am I going to do to make shifts towards that? Do I have the ability to, you know, change what I'm looking at on social so that I'm not always looking at some of the same things that bring me back towards this negative place? Um, Do I, am I able to find a person that I can maybe have coffee with? I love doing coffee chats with people. Um, maybe on Zoom or whatever, just to be like, I want to find other people who are similar to you. Can you tell me how you found or can you connect me with people who might be a really good fit for X, Y, and Z? Have I done the work to cultivate that group around me? Because I can't make my friends do this. I can only control what's around my space. So do an audit for yourself of how you feel when you're in certain situations and take the empowerment in that situation to make a shift. That's my CTA. I love it. Guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Affluent Marriage Podcast. You're listening to one profit coach and one educator who have been doing this for some time. Mm-hmm. Go a little bit. Just a little bit. Just like 22 years, <laughs> you know, a little some some. Go live in love, walk in wealth. Take care, guys. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.
Bye. Uh-huh.